the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and Parks Auction. Welcome to the Coach's Corner. We're here with Blackman baseball coach Barry Vetter. I'm Danny Brewer. Coach Vetter, we're going to talk a little baseball this morning. How about the Blackman Blaze? That sounds good, Danny. It's good to see you again. And uh, Yeah, we'll talk about the Blaze all you want to. All right, Coach, a couple veterans here. Now, I guess you would classify as a veteran. How long have you been coaching in Rutherford County? Uh, this is year 26 in Rutherford County, 32 overall. Whoosh, Coach. That's uh, uh, Well, we're not going to say much about how long that is. But anyway, do you still get the juices flowing every spring? I mean, exciting time of year for you still. Oh, yeah, definitely. Every time we get to put the uniform on, we get excited about it. Uh, you know, but it, it's it's different. It is different, uh, definitely, the older you get. I mean, I get a lot more enjoyment uh, out of practices and uh, seeing the improvement of the players during practice. The games are fun. Um, but for me personally, I like to see the growth in practice more than I like to see the results in the game. Well, I guess, Coach, realistically, the practice is where you build players, right? I mean, that's where you build your players, your relationship, and your team. True. Yeah, True. definitely. Definitely. Every day we go out, we work on something different, and, and we're always trying to work on the players' weaknesses. Uh, players really enjoy working on their strengths. So kids like to hit or they like to take ground balls or fly balls. But uh, to get them out there and work on their weaknesses and see the improvement every day is, is what makes it special. Coach, I, I know uh, opening day is like next weekend. Is that right? It is March fourteenth. We've got one more week of uh, full practice and one more scrimmage to get in after today, and then we're uh, we're live and everything counts. Coach, the district is going to be a little bit different this year because the the north the North Rutherford County teams have gone to a different district. Good news, bad news. What what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I. I the smaller districts are not bad. I mean, you'll definitely have your rivalries because it's, it's going to be, you know, all Murfreesboro uh, for our five teams, uh, you know. But over the years, you get used to playing, you know, Smyrna, Laverne, and Stewart's Creek. And, I mean, we'll still play those schools every year. Um, hopefully, with the schedule, you know, it'll work out. But uh, at the same time, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, four classes, that's fine. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it comes out. It, it may work out for the best that way, um, but we'll see. I think that Stewart's Creek, you still play early, and that's been one of the rivals. Stewart's Creek-Blackman rivalry has been really good over the last few years. It's been good. It's been good. But, I mean, every, every I guess you could say, rivalry is good. I mean, uh, some people you, you, you don't mind seeing, and some people you're like, okay, I don't want to see them this year. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's good. And and uh, I like to play Smyrna. I like to play Laverne. I mean, we, we like to play each other in this county uh, because, you know, years ago when I was at Smyrna, we were in a different district with uh, Wilson County and Sumner County. And so we, we didn't always play Rutherford County teams. So it's always nice now uh, when your longest road trip is 20 minutes. Exactly. So the proximity of the schools, a good thing maybe in that aspect. Oh, it's a great thing. It is a great thing. I mean, if our long, longest road trip is Laverne or the across town to Oakland, uh, we know we're always going to have good crowds at those games and, and they're exciting. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's just so much easier than driving an hour, an hour and 15 minutes and, and don't know what you're going to get. Coach, let's talk a little bit about this year's team. How many seniors you got? 
Oh, my. Let's see. We have 11 seniors. Uh, we have about uh, six guys that, that's got some experience. We've got some injuries right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good little group. Uh, it's a group that plays hard, and, and uh, we're expecting good things out of this group this year. Coach, I know that the last couple of years have been especially challenging because of COVID and cancellations and limitations and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that's been a, a negative effect to some degree on all the players across the board? I think so. Uh, this senior group, uh, they only got three games in when they were sophomores. And so uh, when COVID hit and they shut us down, and then when we finally opened back up, we decided uh, as a program that, that we didn't know how these seniors at the time, sophomores, would have developed. So we kept all those guys. And, and they've developed, but their, their development has been slowed because they only played three games as sophomores versus probably 33 games as sophomores. So we could have told, uh, you know, a lot more about them two years ago. Um, so, yeah, it, COVID has definitely, you know, influenced these players and their development. But uh, now I think it's starting to kind of fade away a little bit in the fact that the guys are getting out more in the summer. Uh, they're playing in the fall. Uh, we're getting our games in the spring. So, so their development is starting to pick up. But I think it's been slowed. Coach, over the course of your tenure, you've usually had some pretty good arms, you know, sprinkled throughout your career. What kind of arms you got this year? Well, we have several arms, and they will throw strikes, and they will change speeds, and we will pitch backwards. And uh, I like what we got. We've had two scrimmage games. Our, our kids have thrown strikes. We've changed speeds extremely well. And uh, But we don't have a big arm. We don't have a, a Sonny Gray, and we don't have a guy that we can just hand the ball to and say, okay, go get me a strikeout or go give me a clean inning or – you know, go shut them down right here and let's go to the house. So, uh, but we have several good arms, um, and like I said, we they know how to pitch, and that's 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 what I'm very pleased with this pitching staff about. Is I don't have any throwers. These guys pitch. Uh, most likely, the other team is going to hit it, but we're we're always pitching a weak contact, and we play really good defense. So if you hit it at us, we're going to be fine. Uh, if you don't hit it at us, it's going to be a long day for us. Coach, you know, one time I know you said the team that usually wins is the one that makes the fewest mistakes. So throwing strikes, is that you think that can be one of your, your, your keys and to not put guys on base? That's everything for us. Uh, yeah, we, we tell our guys every year as soon as we lose a game. Uh, you know, baseball is one of those strange games where very rarely does a team win. Usually the other team loses with walks, errors, strikeouts, uh, dumb base running, stuff like that. So uh, – what we try to do is play fundamentally clean baseball. So, yeah, not putting guys on base. Our last scrimmage, we, uh, we played uh, 10 innings um, and walked two guys in 10 innings. So uh, if we do that every day out, then we're going to have a chance to win because our, our defense is, is really good, especially on the infield. we got some guys back. So we like this team. Uh, it's going to be a grind. We're going to have to play hard every day. We can't take any days off and expect to win. Coach, I guess that's true every day in in this area is you have no no off days whenever you since the smaller districts are here does it put a lot a little more importance on those non-district games that you're playing you think it does especially this year because this was uh, the first year in many years where we're not opening up week one with a district game so uh, our schedule is the first three weeks 
let's say there's 21 days, we're playing 17 out of 21 days uh, the first three weeks, and they're all non-district games. So we'll play a lot of kids. We'll play a lot of sophomores. We'll win some games. We'll lose some games. But by the time we get to April and we play our first district series, uh, we'll know who should be on the field, and, and their their timing should be good. Their arms should be in shape, and we should know a little bit more baseball. When you consider that schedule, Coach, does that maybe help you a little bit as far as figuring things out before district play starts? Yes, definitely. You know, our, our only disadvantage, and disadvantage of all around the county because every, every team has an injury or two right now, but uh, it gives us a chance to hopefully rehab these kids and get them back that we have injured. It has gives us a chance to play some sophomores that are talented but just don't have the experience, and they can get the experience, and, and it creates competition. You know, we've got a senior that's competing for an outfield spot, but he may be competing against a sophomore. Well, you give him 17, 17 games or 17 days to play, all of a sudden we're going to find out for sure who should be playing. Coach, when one of those is the Grand Slam tournament, is that right? That is, yeah. Week, that's, that's always a lot of fun, isn't it? It is. It's week one, and uh, that was a tournament that I started down at Smyrna, and and. And now I've, I've taken back over the scheduling. It, it wasn't a lot of fun scheduling because uh, with every district now in the state having four or five teams in your district, uh, and so most, most districts are not playing until April, um, everybody's playing the entire week. So the Grand Slam went from being Thursday, Friday, Saturday to Monday through Saturday. So we were scheduling, or I was scheduling, 28 teams, for six days the first week and uh, that was a beast i don't know if i want to do that again next year coach you had to had to bust out your pencil your paper maybe even take your shoes off to do all that adding and subtracting right yeah i needed i needed a lot more than taking my shoes off but yeah we uh we got it worked out and and most teams are pretty happy some have to travel a little more than others but uh everybody's got some home games in this county and so it's going to create a, a nice little buzz about baseball Coach, I want to talk about a kid that uh, uh, you had your hands on the last couple of years, uh, Drew Beam. I know he missed his senior due to injury, but he's at Tennessee now, and uh, I think he's doing pretty well. He, he's had a couple of really nice outings. Does having a kid like that that these players on your current roster know, does that help you as, as far as motivation or anything like that? Well, it does. I mean, it, it sees a kid that was very talented. When we got him, we refined him. Uh, taught him how to pitch backwards and, and, and change speeds because everybody at UT and everybody in the SEC throws 90. So it's not about velocity. It's about command. And it's about being able to throw three pitches anytime you want to in the count. So, yeah, our kids see that. And, you know, you see a kid that, that you played with that now is playing SEC. They were on TV last night. Uh, watched several innings of it. And, uh, you know, it always gives these guys hope that they can play at that level. Coach, I guess the three most important things about pitching are location, location, and location. I guess, and that's something that 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 you you help with beam, and that's something you work on your pitchers now too. Yeah, definitely. We throw both sides of the plate. We throw up, down, in, out, and uh, we have the ability to throw any pitch at any count. So if you can do that and keep the hitter off balance a little bit, you have a chance to get weak contact. Coach, is there anything else you want to add about Blackman Blaze baseball right now as we're getting ready to, to kick things off for 2022? Well, I just I just want to you know say that we got a great bunch of kids. They're going to play hard. Uh, we're going to be fun to watch. Uh, most likely, our games are not going to last real long as far as time-wise because we're going to play fast. 
uh, as far as we're going to throw strikes. We're, we're not going to be out there walking people, and, and we're not going to make a lot of errors, I don't think. So uh, if our games last longer than two hours, that's probably not in our favor. But if we play a, a quick game, 3-2, uh, 2-1, something like that, we're going to be fun to watch, and I think we'll come out on top. Coach, as always, we certainly appreciate your time. Uh, coming in the studio, great to see you. We wish you the best of luck. This is Coach Barry Vetter with uh, Blackman Blaze Baseball. Danny Brewer here, WGNS Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Find and finance the right